it is the Anum 365 all hits no misses um thank you very much for, for for tuning in it has been a very long time since i've recorded a an episode of this podcast um uh yeah i, I really appreciate uh, those that are listening uh yeah let's see let, let, let let's get this show on the road um today i've got a i've got a very interesting man a very cool man um and uh we're going to talk about quite a number of different issues um so today on the podcast it's actually the second time on the podcast i'm speaking to my father mr terry how are you sir i'm good i'm good and how are you i'm always amazing always amazing um i'm always happy when i'm with you uh, you know <laughs> so it's always good um thank you thank you thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast um we've actually been putting this off for a while um this 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 podcast is probably a good month or two overdue because every single time something happens then you're in Limpopo it's been hectic head, man it's been and hectic. then I'm busy and then I'm tired and then I'm yeah. like yeah, 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 I'm not doing this thing today um, but I'm glad we finally we finally got around to doing it um, first I mean before so on this podcast I want us to really speak about um, the elections in particular um, uh, whether they were free, free and fair and also just to to, to, to hear your views as a political commentator uh, is what you what 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 you think about the results um but before we do that obviously i just want to i want to speak to you on so on this podcast we we, we try to understand people and, and and stuff like that and um so i just want to check in with you because i know this has been a very difficult year um obviously all years are difficult but this one was difficult i mean particularly because you had covid that was scary for me uh, my mom had cancer that was scary for me and then you also lost your your mom and your your your, your only sister so um yeah i mean i know it's a very broad question but like how are you how how have you been dealing um and i say this obviously with the with understanding that i see you most days so i do i do know how you're doing but i want to know how, how how have you been doing with all these difficulties that we're all going through in this new normal. It's been very, very difficult, like you've correctly pointed out that uh, I uh, contracted COVID on the 5th of, well, tested uh, positive on the 5th of uh, 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 June and uh, had to struggle with uh, COVID and survived. And um, uh, incidentally, uh, my mother called me when now uh, I was up and running and uh, she said to me, you know, I've never prayed for anyone the way I've prayed for you. Mm-hmm. I've said to God, God, you can take anyone but not this child. Mm-hmm. Said, this is my child, you're not taking this one. Mm-hmm. And then I laughed it off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but happy as always talking to my mother. Uh, little did I know that uh, she uh, was going to contract it almost two weeks later and then uh, die. Um, and then uh, two weeks later, my sister also died. You know, so it was uh, difficult in, 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 in that respect. And I always say that, you know, my mother exchanged her life uh, for me, so she prayed for me to survive uh, in order for me to bury her. Uh-huh. Uh, so 
And I think uh, it's a very profound way of looking at life because um, I can just imagine what could have happened if I had died uh, before my mother. Yeah, because uh, my brother, even though he's cool and, and he's able to do <laughs> they uh, certain you. things, he really, really needed me. I mean, the family needed me. No, I remember. Uh, to, no, bury, yes, to bury yeah. my mother and my sister. Right. Uh, my brother was never going to cope yeah. at all. Yeah, he wasn't. You know, so if I had died before uh, uh, my mother and my sister died, I think it was it was going to be a disaster. It was going to be. I was looking at it. I'm like, yeah, this man is because I was so stressed, you know. I'm like, <laughs> my mother and my father are both about to die, so now I must. Now how am I going to step up? Because <laughs> now, because like you're saying, I'm like, I was like, yo, 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 yo. There's going to be a big vacuum. Yeah, in leadership, there's going to be a big, big vacuum. So, so I was like, how do I now step into the? And I and I, and I often do speak about it that. Um, I think that that particular period, I think for me, gave me a lot of perspective in, in the sense that I almost lost so much and always ha- almost had to take on so much because, mm. I mean, you're head of, 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 of your family. I mean, uh, Mama is also head of her family in, in, in her own respect. So I was like, yo, how am I going to fill, fill these very, very big shoes? And I think going through that very difficult period also helped me... Um, things into perspective and, and, and realize what matters what doesn't matter and 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 I think I think it was it was it was it was, it was very useful for me I think it was obviously very difficult losing my grandmother and then my 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 my, my Rahadi. Um, but you know yeah something you mentioned and I found that really interesting um, you started going to therapy so 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 when Auntie Nana died um, we were Auntie Nana my Rahadi, um my dad's sister um we were with her sons here at the the house and then you were pointing out that after this funeral thing you really think they should go to therapy and then you pointed out that you've also started going to therapy and on this podcast we've spoken quite a bit about therapy and mental health and all that and i know it's it's a journey i mean people you can start stop start stop but it's, it's it's a journey um how so was it like how did you get into that like why why did you decide to start going to therapy uh, i realized after my mother died that uh, i was carrying just too many things in uh, my heart uh, one of the things is that uh, my childhood had been contaminated by a person that uh, you can say his name. This is my this is my platform. The stepfather yeah. was very abusive. Your, your stepfather was very abusive. He was very very. He was abusive. the worst. He's the worst. Yes, you know. So throughout my childhood, uh, it was basically survival and having to uh, maneuver my life around this person, and then having to make sure that I survive as a person, and um, you know. Uh, and then therefore I postponed too many things. I postponed too many things. I postponed my anger. I postponed, uh, you know, having to deal with these issues. And then, uh, and I kept on trying because my mother was going through so much abuse as well. Mm. And then I said to her when I started working, I said, listen, 
uh, maybe you must just leave. I mean, I'll buy, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you or build you a property. But my mother said, I've sacrificed so much in this relationship. I can't go out. And 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 then I understood and then respected their opinion uh, in that respect. You know. So, uh, but uh, from my side, I had uh, because my stepfather wanted to kill me okay. on numerous occasions. Oh. Okay. Um, at, 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 at one stage, he hit me with an iron rod, and then I fell unconscious, and then I ran away from him. Yeah. But before then, he had attempted to knock me off with a car, mm-hmm. and then I survived. I jumped into uh, other properties, and, and all this. So it was like drama, I mean. Mm. You know, you're, you're living childhood, I mean, it was like, I mean, so dramatic. I mean, no child should actually ever be subjected to what I went through. And, um, you know, I basically did my matric um, being a street kid, living in the street and, and surviving on sympathetic friends and relatives. I went to university on the basis of little that my mother could gather and, um, and sympathetic friends and relatives and my uncle who contributed, you know, a sizable amount for my education. But it was absolutely horrendous mm. what I went through as a child. Mm. And, you, and you were postponing? Yeah, I'd been postponing all these emotions. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, and then pretending to be, to be good and then, you know, uh, and then in life, you don't want to feel too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then therefore, Especially when you're with man. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also when you're with people, you know, because people sometimes take advantage of you when you're vulnerable. Yeah. And then I so I grew up knowing that I don't talk about my childhood. I don't talk about uh, anything. Uh, people thought they knew me, but they didn't know me. Uh, they only knew the, f- the facade yes. that I had actually put there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And then they never talk about my family. Never talked about, uh, and then we never celebrated birthdays. even birthdays. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the first time I, I celebrated birthday in my entire life mm. uh, was uh, when I was doing twenty-first birthday. I was at the University of Putatswana. At that time, my friends uh, contributed ten rands each. It was for the first time that I uh, celebrated my birthday. Yeah. And then uh, probably after that. I can't remember again any other day when I really celebrated my birthday. And that's why when you guys ask me every time, you say, hey, uh, so what should we do for you for birthday? I just simply have got absolutely no idea. Uh, Because I come from a background where uh, this thing has never been celebrated. And I just think, you know what? I don't know. I really, really don't know what people expect me uh, to be saying to them about what they should get for me because it's a foreign concept to you it's a very very alien concept mm, mm. and okay so then so then so then you went to therapy and then in in that you started realizing that yeah so i need to start dealing with yeah, these so then i i i went to therapy because i realized how much anger and how much emotion uh you know uh, i I had, yeah. Uh, so I went and I said, "Let me go for therapy. Mm. I want to talk to someone." Mm. So I went uh, for my therapy session, 
and in therapy session they allowed me to speak. Mm. Everyone allows you to speak though. It's not a foreign concept to you being allowed to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's true. Yes. That's true. So, but I, mean, I I had this opportunity to speak to a stranger mm. and then uh, I spoke and uh, started crying. I mean, I cried so much. Mm. By that time, my sister, by the way, is in hospital. Mm. And then, so, so this is after your mom died, but and then this is when Auntie Nana was in ICU. Yes. Uh-huh. So uh, the assumption was always that my sister was going to come out of hospital. Yeah. 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 So so even as I go through the therapy, I'm thinking, no, my sister is coming back, but I mean, I've lost my mother, and I've got this anger against this guy. I don't know what to do about him. Uh, you know, I don't know whether to do physical or to. Uh, mm, uh, I remain the way uh, I should and then mm. keep distance. Mm. And I go through this therapy and I cry during the therapy session. I cry so much. Mm. And then, you know, and then when I'm done uh, with the therapy, I go to my car and, I say, uh, and I'm laughing to myself. I was like, did you really have to cry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, Chief. I mean, really. I mean, really. I mean, really. I think, ah, but Lord, no, man, you are a disappointment. You, know? <laughs> you should have cried about ah, this. Come thing. on, Chief. You can this do thing, this thing, this thing did not really warrant a cry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you could have dealt with this thing <laughs> properly. You know. Yeah. But I'm now sitting by myself, and then. There is no other person, but I'm just sitting in the car. Is I did you have to cry? So Andy Pumza asked me, says to me, "Hey, so I was uh, uh, your wife, Andy Pumza, yes, yes." She says, "Hey, hey, how was uh, uh, the therapy session?" I said, "Oh, you call, you talk about that uh, crying session." <laughs> so it was a crying session, and I just went there and I was crying and crying. But I'm proud of you, though. I mean, I think it's it's a it's a very important step, and I think and I think and I think, I mean, even at your at your age, because you know you can't teach. Uh, I believe a lot of the time you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But yeah. I think I think um, I mean I'm, I'm I'm very proud of you that you're able to do that, and I think you you, you recognize um, the value in that, even in that crying session. And like I'm saying, it's it, I mean these journeys are not the same. I don't. I, like I'm very deliberately not asking if you went back again, right? Because I understand that I did actually. Oh, okay, that's great. But I'm just saying these 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 journeys are are, are are very um personal, and you know it's it's the most important thing is that you keep at it. And I and I and I and I'm glad you did that. Um, okay. So fast forward, fast forward. You go to varsity. You do these things. Then you end up at um, the electoral commission. You have an interesting time there, and then. And then now that kind of brings me um, to to the elections point and the elections issue that I wanted to, to talk to you about. We actually haven't had a debrief, you and I. We've we've spoken a little bit, little bit here and there just about various small things, and we laugh, we laugh, we laugh, and then we we analyze. Um, so before the elections, right? I know that um, you were of the view that um, the elections should be postponed. Um, in, in light of uh, having it uh, free and fair elections and uh, campaigning and, and 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 I think one thing that you said that 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 because at first I said no there absolutely no uh, reason elections should be postponed the IEC has one job 
Yeah. One job, sort it out. Do yeah. it. But then when you were making your submissions to um, uh, deputy, former deputy chief justice Dekhang uh, Musenek, and you're like, but what you have to remember is that elections um, don't happen on a day. On the day is, is, is voting that happens. Voting happens on the day, but elections are a culmination of many, many things that happen before yeah. the actual voting day. And I, when you said that, that actually kind of changed my mind. I'm like, oh, maybe because if people can't campaign, can't do that, can't do that, maybe that doesn't. But anyway, long story. And then, then the IEC then went to the Concord, which um, I'll allow you to, to go in, but you, you, you disagreed with, with the IEC's um, approach. approach to postponement. Um, and then obviously they lost. And you said it before, they're like, these people are going to lose. And they lost. Um, um, so maybe this is my question. Um, now it's after the elections. The elections were, were a few weeks ago. Um, do you still think they should have been postponed? Um, yeah, do you still think they should have been postponed? And because also I ask that because no one has actually, from what I've seen, I don't know, no one has come forward to now challenge these elections saying they were not free and fair. So do you still think they should have been postponed or, or, or what's your view on that? Well, uh, they should have been postponed. Okay. Um, and they should have been postponed by the IC going to Parliament. Yes, they, they should have uh, gone to Parliament, not to the Concord. Yeah. You, you're very clear on that, on that. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you know, they've because they've, they, COVID didn't start this year. Absolutely. COVID has been around for, for, for about two years now. Yeah. They've had ample time to go to parliament. Absolutely. And they, can't, they can't use the excuse that it's the last minute. Yes. Absolutely. But also, what the ISIS should have done is to make the postponement issue not their problem, but yes. parliamentary problem. Okay. And so politicians are supposed to have sat down and then make a determination as to whether this thing should be proceeding or not based on facts before them. So they're supposed to have taken that report of Masaneke uh, and, and then went to uh, the uh, to Parliament and say, Parliament, as the custodian of the Constitution, in the, to the extent that uh, you are the lawmakers, mm, mm. Um, look at this report. We also agree with the report, and therefore we ask you to consider postponing uh, the elections and ch- changing uh, Section 159 of the Constitution which says the term of office of municipal council is five years, mm-hmm. and then allow it, uh, you know, to go beyond that. But they for, didn't. For this one scenario, or permanently, allow mm-hmm. allow allow extensions to happen. So, 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 so my, I'm asking this question because one of the things um, that uh, the, the former chief justice, um, deputy chief, chief justice, said is that he's a bit. Um, hesitant in terms of amending the constitution because he doesn't want to create a permanent um, solution to a temporary problem. So, so when you say they go to parliament, are they? So, so what would that look like? You know, uh, this was a misdirection, and I had also the IEC saying uh, the same thing. Hmm. Um, but it is a misunderstanding uh, of uh, the, uh, the, the electoral. The processes because what's supposed to have done, mm-hmm. what they're supposed to have done is that instruments are already there in law. Mm. Uh, for instance, that if uh, you've got to change the constitution, mm. uh, you've got to get uh, 75% uh, under certain circumstances, under certain circumstances yes. and then or 65% mm. under second, c- certain circumstances. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, so what you do 
as a permanent feature, you say uh, the a term of office of municipal council is five years mm-hmm. unless parliament with the majority of so many mm. decides mm. otherwise. Mm. You understand? So uh, you're making an arrangement for any circumstances mm. that could arise, that under certain circumstances it may be necessary because it's not going to be only COVID. Uh, 19, that is Something good. could happen in the future that we yes. and, and, and it, we shouldn't have to all the time having to go to the Concord, Concord or Parliament, and because the instrument is there already yes. in law. Yes. So you put it as broadly as that. Yes. Uh, to the extent that uh, any person who now thinks about the constitution says, okay, uh, even the IC would know uh, under these circumstances if there is this kind of a problem, uh, then. Uh, we've got to go to Parliament because Parliament, the Constitution says uh, Parliament must take a decision with so many people yes, yes. Uh, taking a decision. So you've got a permanent arrangement uh, to deal with those kind of issues. Mm. Mm. Okay, so then um, no one has come forward, like I said to my knowledge, saying that trying to challenge the, these elections trying to say they were not free and fair. Um, and, and I mean, you could partly say that was because of, I mean, the reason we said it wasn't going to be free and fair was because of the COVID um, restrictions. And then obviously the president, who's also a politician, then um, lifted those those sanctions or those restrictions and then we were able to have rallies, we were able to do, to do door-to-doors. Um, so yeah, no one has, has I don't know, I, I don't really have a question on that. It's, it's mainly just a thought. Like, no one has come forward to say, no, these elections are not free and fair. What do you think about that? Or are you coming no, as IMSA? No. Are you coming as IMSA to challenge the elections? No. <laughs> uh, incidentally, yeah. um, I'm about to do uh, an analysis, uh, uh, but I already have got a framework of what that analysis entails uh-huh. um, about this election. There were just too many problems. There were just too many issues around these elections. What do you mean? Um, firstly, the commission was ill-prepared. Okay. They themselves uh, tried to justify uh, their problems by saying that they had 42 days. But they, they didn't have 42 days. They had five years to prepare for this election. Oh. You know, so... Look, to be fair, and I'm, I mean, to give you a little bit of pushback, um, uh, for the longest time, the IEC was saying that they're not going to postpone these things. Because they're ready. Because they're ready. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. You're proving. Okay. Yeah. But they were not, is what you're saying. They were not ready. Okay. That's what I said. That they were ill-prepared. Mm-hmm. And then now when they realized during the last minute, something that all of us knew, that they were ill-prepared, mm-hmm. they then started saying, but we had 42 days, mm-hmm. which was really... Uh, disingenuous. Disingenuous. Yeah. Because they really did not have uh, 42 days. Okay. They had five years yes. uh, to prepare for this election. Yes. And they had been saying that they are ready. Yes. You know, so uh, th- that's a figure, the, 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 the problem. And they themselves, again, by their own admission, they indicated that they had uh, many uh, problems hmm. uh, in preparation of these elections. But you see, here yeah, is the biggest issue that I have. Yeah about the administration of the elections in the country. It's all being recorded, by the way. 
Yeah. Safe space. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I, uh, even if you put it out there, yeah, it's cool. fine. Yeah. Uh, because no, my issue is this. Uh, I think the majority of those electoral commissioners simply have got no understanding of the electoral processes. Mm. And then the reason why they don't mm. is because they did not grow organically in the organization. You were in the organization for a very long time. And I mean, yeah, but you're not, not the only not, one. Yeah, but not only that. Mm. I mean, I started from the bottom. Mm. So I understand exactly what is happening at, at the bottom. At every level. At every level. Yeah. So before the elections happened, when I go to uh, the head office of the ICS commission and the deputy chairperson, I've already gone to the station, so I know what is going on. Mm. And I can be able to give them a perspective. Mm. What's going but those ones, I think, are sitting in air-conditioned offices mm. and then uh, getting reports from management. Mm. And that's where the problem is, mm. you know, because I was different. Yeah. Uh, I would go there, and then when management was trying to give the reports, and I would dispute those reports on the basis of what I know from the ground. Yes. You know, so now these ones are sitting there, uh, uh, getting the reports from the management and defending the reports about things they don't know. Mm. You know, because if they took just one minute mm. and went to one station during registration, mm. they would have realized that the, the new uh, devices were not working. Yes, yeah, those devices were a problem. They were not working. And then people definitely had to record manual. Yeah. And they had to go to two, three stations to, for and them to be able to make that, it. And they would have known that. They would have known that. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. But even though I was not part of the commission, mm -hmm. I did that. I went to the station. Because you've also, you, 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 you already know the process. Used. You know the process. You know, you know what needs to happen. So Absolutely. You know, you, you, you know your checks and balances. So you're like, okay, what would I do if I was still in that position? Precisely. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that's part of the problem of the commission. Mm. What disappointed me greatly also is that they've got no, they've got no clue uh, about the electoral framework that governs the electoral processes. You know. What do you mean by that? I'll give you an example. Uh, firstly, I'm in a debate with Musutu Mwepia, who is a commissioner, and then by the way, who I uh, respect and I had expected him to know even much more better than all other people because. He managed the logistics of the IEC, but he was also the CEO of the IEC. Yes, I remember. He's, 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 he's pretty experienced. Yeah. Mm. You know, so, we're having a debate on JJ's show. Mm -hmm. And then um, the question then arises about why they did not go to Parliament. Mm. And then ask Parliament to change the legislation uh, uh, in order for the elections to be postponed. He says, but we are not lawmakers. We don't go, we don't make laws. When, in actual fact, the Electoral Commission Act, mm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, sure. uh, Section uh, 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 5 uh, of the Electoral Commission Act, uh, Section 5J, mm. says that the Commission, in fact, can make a recommendation about the laws and the changes of the electoral laws. Mm. You know, so now I'm sitting here debating with a person who has got absolutely no clue that, in fact, they do They do have the powers to go to parliament. But not only that, but we've been doing that over the years. Yes. All the laws and the changes have been happening because we have been taking them to parliament ourselves. 
That's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, but the second thing, Jeanette Love as a commissioner is being asked uh, whether political parties uh, can make pronouncements about the outcome of the elections based on the results that they see. And she says, no, that's exit polling. And it is not allowed. But wait, uh, uh, sorry to interject, but didn't they specifically ask the parties to sign um, in, in the electoral code of conduct, the elections code of conduct that they wouldn't pronounce before? No, there is no such thing. They haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm asking because because my understanding was with that one in particular was that they, they, they had specifically requested, they don't they didn't want um, Trump like behavior no, so no, they no. said no in in the in the in the in the rules you're gonna sign no this. no 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 not the South African law no I'm saying not the law but because remember they, they the before I mean not no. remember I'm asking my the framework yes, yes. Uh, I'm responding yeah I'm sure, going to sure, you. sure sure the framework in South Africa is this we've got the result sent yeah that result sent gives the results live. Live, yeah. and then it is the IEC that is giving people information. Yes, yes. it's not even exit it's, it's polling. Not, it's not coming from a, a no. It's not coming from another. So you see how you perform as you, a part, and you know percentage-wise and how many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see whether you are winning or losing, mm. and then you can concede a defeat based on that information. Fair, and then therefore you can also use that information to uh, claim say victory. that claim victory, and then. All the years, political parties have been doing that. Mm. So, uh, to be uh, trying to say that no political party can't do that, uh, firstly, not within the code of conduct, no law, nothing, no provision that mm. prevents the political party from doing that. Mm. But besides, you've given political parties information, and on base of the information, they can say, based on oh, the information that the, you are giving from us, the IEC, yes, we are winning. We are winning. Yes. Because we're getting it from you. Mm. You understand? Mm. You know, so I was extremely disappointed yeah, that it, something like that could actually be coming from a commissioner of the ICE. So what it said to me is that these people just don't understand the electoral framework. Yeah. But I, I think we saw that more so in, 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 in I mean, uh, in, and I want us to, to, to wrap up on this particular topic because I want us to, to, to give a little bit of a, an analysis of the thing, of the actual results. Um, uh, but I think we, you kind of saw it coming because like, like, like you're saying, I mean, you, you, I, you were at the, in the IEC from the 90s, if I'm not wrong, or 80s, 90s. And I mean, there's pictures of me four years old. I was at the results center. Um, and and you were you you were you were definitely someone that that, that came from the organization, same as uh, Uncle Sai, who's, who's still there. He came from the organization. But what what, what I noticed um, um, after I'm mean, not after I mean you can say it, I mean recently is that a lot of the people aren't coming from the organization. So it's an advocate here. Even if they were there at a time, they're not organically really yeah. grown. Through. And I think and I think and I think maybe that's something they they, they need to they need to look at. But anyway. Um, so, 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 so now we've got the election results. Um, we, we, we see what has happened, and it's very, 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 very interesting. So, your last elections were 2016. No, they went 2016. 2016. Those were your last elections. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like such a long time ago, but it was actually yeah. five years is not that long actually. But it feels like such a. So, those are your 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 last elections. And I know, obviously, um, it was it was very interesting to see the. The, the ANC losing metros because because this, this, this never happened. Now even now it's even worse 
because yeah and 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 they're losing metros quite simply i mean we don't even the the, the there can be lots of uh grandstanding on on on, on the side of uh, uh um and and, and then but essentially the reason they're losing metros is they're not getting majorities it's straightforward the people are not voting them in as a majority mm. um so 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 that's that then um, so now we're in a situation where ANC has lost um, Tswane, um, they've lost uh, Joburg, they've lost Ekuruleni, they've lost, they almost lost Etequini, but they got it by hook or crook. Yeah. <laughs> they, called in, they called in Zuma and, and, and Ace to, to, to save that one. So they're losing a lot of metros. Um, and and, and, and my, my question actually is, is, is this, right? Is that something you, you've been speaking about is um, uh, that you think coalitions should be regulated and the reason you said that also um is that also you said that um, um coalition should be repaired. oh that that it was never envisaged by our that, that 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 there would always be one party dominating that this was actually an anomaly the anc's domination over such a long period is actually an, an anomaly to a multi-party democracy Ooh. Um, maybe could you, could you could you speak a little about that anomaly, and then and then and then we'll also just um, speak about um, the, uh, the ANC losing metro. So 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 why do you say it was an anomaly? Oh sorry, no, we'll speak about that, and then we'll speak about the regulation yeah. of, of of coalitions. So why do you say it was an anomaly? No, because a proportional representation system means that a, a party gets into power uh, on the basis of the number of votes it gets, and therefore ordinarily. Uh, uh, proportional representation system uh, basically breeds a power sharing arrangement mm-hmm. uh, because uh, whoever gets whatever percentage, they still get into power. power. Yes, you, you still get into parliament. You still uh, share power. Yes, you know. So unlike first past the post system, where yes, yes. if you 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 win, the loser gets uh, nothing. Gets nothing, and the winner takes all. Yeah, you know. So. Proportional representation is basically a system designed for power sharing. Mm. You know, so, but the fact that in South Africa we've had a situation where one party was dominant for such a long time has always been an anomaly mm. under a proportional representation system. Mm. And then things have been beginning to level out uh, now, uh, uh, where now you begin to realize that actually uh, things. Uh, means and 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 proportional represent means power sharing. Yes. And then there's hence the concept of coalitions yeah. uh, because now there is no outright winner. Yeah. And then proportional representation system basically breeds uh, that kind of system. Mm-hmm. So, so then how would that be regulated though? Um, I mean, so so I don't know. Did you listen to? Um, Julius Malema's last uh, press conference. I think no, I didn't. What did you say? So, no, he was talking about... Um, he, it, the question was actually put to him by one of the journalists um, that um, do, do you do you think that there should be uh, a regulation for the um, for the for, for, for coalitions? And and then he made a reference <laughs> to some guy, some other guy um, in Mpopo, I don't know where it is, but he was saying that um, he, he, he completely disagreed with this guy. He, 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 hadn't, he hasn't developed a view yet. Yeah. But it was like, what he doesn't agree with is that there's this other guy in Limpopo, I don't know who it is, but it was basically saying that um, uh, hung municipalities 
should be downgraded so they're not full municipalities. And it's like, that's nonsense. Right? Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's rubbish, right? We yeah. agree that. So, so um, it, it's, it's a concept that's coming. And I think it's coming because I think there's a lot of uncertainty that's that that, that 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 we're being faced with when we look at these coalitions and would or these not coalitions or these things where hung municipalities these hung municipalities or where you you just like what what I really don't okay I'll come to that we'll come to that so 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 how would the regulation look like like how would how would in no, your but, mind but, but by the way incidental mm. uh, I had discussions with uh, Dalimpofu mm. uh, Floyd uh, Shivambu and. Uh, and um, SG, you know, the, uh, uh, the doctor, yes, 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 in Brisbane, in Brisbane, yes, uh, over this, thing. Oh. and then uh, uh, Floyd and then in Brisbane were opposed to regulation, mm-hmm. uh, they said they, they prefer it the way it is, mm. and then Dali and I. We're saying that there's got to be. But Dali's an uncle. Dali's a lawyer. Of course, he wants certainty. <laughs> no, precisely. Yeah, yeah. He says no. We want uh, uh, this thing to be regulated mm-hmm. uh, because uh, regulation would assist in terms of dealing with uh, with this incident. And then uh, I had a very lengthy conversation with Mbuseni mm-hmm. uh, over this thing because he felt very strongly that it should be left, and then uh, to the politicians. No, le- yeah, le- le- no, left to open, mm. and then it says it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah. But uh, essentially, the the view, his view mm. is, uh, don't try to bring into a formal uh, law things that don't belong to law, and then, and I'm saying no, it actually belongs to law. Because it affects service delivery, it affects uh, certainty, it affects predictability yeah. at the local government level. But not only that, by the way, it's coming now to the provincial and national. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's also where I mean, because now we also have independent candidates uh, allowed to run in national elections, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, so this thing is coming there, and then it's out of order yeah. uh, that there is not going to be outright winner in some of the provinces. And then some of, uh, I mean, even at the national level. Yes. And then, uh, if you look at the trend, I mean, uh, the ANC basically has gone down. There's no outright winner mm. at the national level. And then, therefore, <laughs> mechanism must be made in order to be able to regulate those kind of relationships. Otherwise, we are headed for a very rough time. As a country, mm. I agree. It's 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 it's, uh, it's a bit difficult. But but I mean, going back to to I mean, okay. Let let's say we accept that they uh, that there's regulation. What mm-hmm. what what would that regulation look like? Okay. So, yeah. I mean, this is a very interesting interesting one, and I like it because uh, I borrow from two experiences. Okay. Uh, firstly, the German experience, as well as the Kenyan experience. Okay. Because most of the time when we tell people that, uh, you know, uh, Western Europe has been under coalition uh, arrangements since 1945, mm. uh, they say uh, because uh, there you've got almost homogeneous uh, communities and sure. therefore, uh, unlike here, you've got ethnic and regional differences that leads to war and all that now, you know. And then now in Kenya, what they've done 
uh, they created an office called Registrar uh, of uh, Political Parties. Okay. And then therefore, when political parties enter into coalition, they write an agreement. Everybody knows what the agreement entails. And then they deposit that agreement to the registrar. And then that registrar, uh, uh, there are mechanisms uh, to deal with the dispute. Uh, so the protocols and a dispute resolution mechanism, you know that once there is a dispute, you've got to come to the register, uh, lodge a complaint, and then another party must now also submit, and 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 etc. etc. So there is a proper process of dealing with coalitions uh, in Kenya. Now, let's look at the Germany. Germany, they've got now, they've been going through uh, uh, negotiations around a coalition even right now. Yeah. Uh, so what they do, they agree on principles. And then after they've agreed on principles, they develop working groups around those principles. Okay. You know, so you don't have a situation where you just agree on principles and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, they go, it's okay, if we agree on green economy, uh, green economy, there is a working group around green economy. What does it then take? Yeah. And then they develop a program function around them. Yeah. And they come again, they say, okay, around the economy. Yeah. Uh, we are agreeing on economy, and then these are the kind of the things that we are agreeing on. And they put that as a program of action. So first week, second week, third week, a year, two years, these are the things that we're going to be achieving. Sure, sure. Uh, as college. And that's why they've been involved. They had about 22 uh, working groups yeah. uh, of uh, what they call traffic a traffic light coalition. And the reason why they call it traffic coalition is because it is involves three political parties uh, rep represented through their colors by the colors of the, ah, of the traffic light. Ah, okay. You know, so, but they've been doing those kind of things. Sure. So in South Africa as well now, with all these municipalities, all we needed to do is for them, not just to agree, and uh, now we've agreed on the coalition and announced to the nation of agree on a program of action around the principles you agreed on. Mm. But we must know what the agreements are. Because mm. now there's a lot of, um, it's very opaque. We, c we can't see what's going on. We don't know what's going on. We, we, we just have to go on their word. Yeah. Mm. That is an agreement. An agreement. And then uh, we'll know. see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what we'll, happens. We'll, we'll see via, 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 they, they say we'll see via service delivery. Uh, what their agreement was really and via the votes but we don't know going into it with our eyes open as the voter no mm, mm. um so so then i mean the anc has taken quite the number of losses i mean the anc has very very steadily been in, in, in decline um i mean i would i would even say since democracy the anc has been steadily uh, declined but now the decline is is, is, is hitting like a uh, real um a, a very um, serious point in the point that they're now losing losing the metros um, what do you think about that um, I mean we were talking off air and I, I know you were expressing that um, a little bit of well a lot of disappointment and frustration on your side because you're like you've given you've you, I mean yes a lot of you guys were all um, anti-apartheid, you're all anti-apartheid activists. You did obviously have political homes, um, but now we see the ANC in a very unique position where they're losing. And it, 
and we can't see what's going to stop this this loss what's what 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 are your what are your thoughts on that uh, your diplomatic thoughts <laughs> if you have diplomatic thoughts it's fine if you don't yeah i mean yeah. Uh, look uh, the truth of the matter is that i've indicated that is the days of uh, one dominant party are extinct and therefore uh, the ANC uh, will also start losing uh, power. Uh, uh, there are many objective and subjective factors that make the ANC lose uh, some of those. You're being very, very good on being diplomatic right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, by the way, they, 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 they themselves would agree with me that there are subjective and objective factors out there uh, that make them actually lose. And uh, some of the subjective factors is obviously uh, the, the, the arrogance uh, that has been uh, the, the fact that uh, they've had public representatives that really uh, are acting at variance with the policies and position of the It's so strange, the, the ANC. It's, it, it's, I mean, the ANC... Um, it's like there isn't any, there isn't a center, number one, but I think, um, <coughs> excuse me, I think Cyril has done pretty well in, in, in trying to rein it in a bit, um, even though I, I disagree with some of his methods, but he, I think he's, he's reined it in quite, more, more than I would have expected him to. At, uh, if you, two years ago, I didn't think he would have reined it in to this extent, right? But anyway, I think, I mean, the ANC doesn't have a center and it's, 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 it's always, it's always very, um, confusing uh, when you speak about the ANC because when you speak about it's like you have to say okay but which ANC are you speaking whose who's faction are you speaking about because as an organization there doesn't seem to be a clear coherent um, marching ma- marching line mm. Mm. I mean that's uh, the biggest uh, issue about the, uh, the ANC <laughs> during the time when we were part of uh, the ENC through the mass democratic movement in the 80s and rendering the country ungovernable. I'm sure you had fun rendering the country ungovernable. It, it, it was a sacrifice, actually. <laughs> during, during, no, during that time, I mean, they could, you could get killed. And by the way, many of my friends got killed. Yeah, no. Uh, they disappeared. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, the, it was a major, major issue of having to render the country ungovernable because uh, you are being watched every time. I mean, I remember this thing, being at the university, not having a place of abode. So... Place to live. Yeah. I had no place to live. But I mean, I had a room uh, paid for. Okay. Uh, but because I'm afraid oh, okay. that the security forces the security police can pounce on me anytime. So I leave and then pretend to be, because I don't know even amongst the students who is working for the, with the security. Mm. So I pretend to be going to my room. Mm. And then when everybody else uh, is gone and then it is quiet, I leave the place and go and sleep elsewhere. Not so funny. That was what we were doing during Fismas Fall. Especially after they arrested, um, oh, we were scared to sleep in our rooms. 
And yeah. I, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, sure. And then, I mean, now, with us, remember, because uh, this thing about love and death. Yeah, they'll kill you, you those ones. You can kill kids. Yeah, they'll kill you, you those kids. Like yeah. Biko. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So, you really, really disappear. You go to a place where nobody will ever find you. Mm. You know, so you don't go to one room in the same residence. Mm. You wait, you check, you check all the cars around you, you check everything. Sometimes you go that way and then you come back, you go that way in case, just to be able to check who is following you. And this is time that you go uh, to a room that has been reserved for you by someone unknown. Sometimes some a, a person who is like, who appears to be extremely innocent, non-political, could be a nurse, could be a, you know, some apolitical student. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Who uh, gives you accommodation. But can you imagine studying and not knowing where you're going to be sleeping for that night? Because you can't be sleeping in the same place every day. Yeah. Yo, so then so then if 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 if, if the Terry from, from that time adversity um was to, to to see the the ruling party now or the governing party now, um what do you think his uh, mentality would be? Who? Your the young your young self. So, so what I'm actually asking is how do we contrast all the sacrifices yeah, we made to what we, we're currently and how the ANC is very consistently losing? This organization, I mean, it's not even about losing. Mm. It is about its character. Ooh. It is not the organization we're part of. When we're fighting in the struggle for liberation in this country, it is not this organization. Mm. This character, the character of the current organization, mm. is at the variance mm. with the values of the organization we fought for. Mm. We fought under. Mm. Do you think? Do you think the ANC should have should potentially stop contesting elections, and then because I mean the ANC was never a political party purely for the purposes of occupying office. It was it was uh, the leader of society in terms of thought, dialogue, precise, and all of that. So, so do you think there would be utility? Um, and and I know most people would probably disagree, mainly because they want to still occupy office. But do you think there would be utility in the ANC saying, "All right, let's go back to being an activist organization for for the next two elections"? So we say for the next government election, um, or the next local government elections, and the next national elections, we don't contest, but we agitate from outside. Do you do? You, I mean. But I don't know if they have the people to do that anymore, but yeah. Yeah. You know what? In fact, that would actually be the most appropriate position for the ANC to adopt. They can't even go to opposition benches. They, they're afraid of opposition benches. They, because they don't understand it. Mm. Uh, the ANC has never been uh, conceptualized as an organization that is going to be sitting in opposition benches mm. because they, they don't need, even they know need to change their how to project themselves. Yeah, they need to change them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. they, they, they should not even be there. In the first instance, it should be uh, somewhere there influencing. ANC is supposed to be a brutal bond, mm, mm, mm. influencing positions and and, and people from outside without being part of the structure. Mm. 
mm. but creating a, a a view in a society and then lobbying for that view in the society and for people to adopt that particular position. Like the British Bond was operating sure. in South Africa. Mm. You know, so they should not actually be even But that's even that's the, I mean even I mean even the British Bond that's that's pushing African nationalism. And what does ANC the, the ideology of the ANC is African nationalism. Precisely. So, so it's not even anything controversial about that. That's Absolutely. exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what the ANC is actually supposed to be doing. They must forget about uh, having to occupy a position because occupying position in parliament and in all this position, it's about self-interest. Forget about self-interest and think about the society. What does society need right now? And the society right now needs the influence of the ANC everywhere and not deploying incompetent people everywhere <laughs> and hoping that they're going to be achieving what they want to achieve. Yeah. You know, because they will never achieve that. Yeah. And then they will never have the capacity uh, to do so in any case. Yeah. 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 I think that 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 uh, that's a heavy that's a full stop. And I think that's a good note to 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 end it on. Um, we'll do this again. I just um, sure. I, I I really I was actually really enjoying this uh, this conversation. Um, yeah, where uh, where can people find find you uh, on social media? Uh, uh, you, I'm sure you don't uh, even remember your. I don't even remember my. At Terry Tselani on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at imsa underscore africa also on twitter and yeah, yeah on instagram yeah, that's yeah. where they can find you know all these things better yeah i know that and then on uh, uh, what do you call it uh, instagram and then on facebook as well territory everywhere is territory everywhere it's the name yeah it's the brand it's the brand <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun yeah. uh, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast um uh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, I'll, I'll Thank you very much. It's almost an hour that we've had uh, this conversation. Yeah, that's why I'm wrapping it up. It felt like uh, 10 minutes. No, because it, it was a good one. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for listening. Um, this is the Anum 365. All hits, no misses. Thank you very much, man. <laughs>